2: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to super producer and host, Ryan Hickey, joining us live, holding it down on the boards in New York City. And thank you to you. Yeah, you, everybody listening all over North America. I get started every single weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can lock in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. I'm on SiriusXM channel 158. And thank you to everybody listening on a smart speaker. All you got to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. And boom, I pop up. It's been a busy day. For whatever reason, it's Monday, right? I thought on Mondays people are supposed to be happy or maybe they're miserable that they go back to work. Whatever it is, got a bunch of sad people, angry, upset, upset with the NBA's All-Star weekend. What else is new? It sucked. We got a baseball player. He's upset that he has to show up to work. He says it's not a top priority for him. Is it a priority? Yes. They're paying me 245 so I'll show up, but it's not a top priority. Just a lot of upset people. Thank you so much to Justin Termini from SiriusXM NBA Radio. Uh, He called up and gave us his perspective on what took place in the NBA over the weekend. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate you. And then we've had a wide variety of callers. Alaska, San Diego, Massachusetts. We got everybody calling. Cleveland, Canada. Yeah, everybody's calling. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me. I'm online. I'm on the Internet. I'm at Jr. Sport Brief. I just looked at Twitter. Somebody asked for a segment where I said Deshaun Watson is a pervert. Okay. I'll find that and send it to you, buddy. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, yeah, we've done a lot of talking about a NBA All-Star Weekend, and it's old hat. Like, it's nothing ridiculous to be outraged about because it's the same thing. No defense in the games. not shocked that the All-Star game combined almost had, what, 400 points? I'm not surprised. We had Anthony Davis come out. Anthony Davis was like, hey, yeah, uh, the best part about All-Star, about the actual game, were the guys in the timeouts that we didn't see on TV, the dunkers in timeout. Listen to
4: Anthony Davis. I mean, Cat got 50. Um, there was a lot of plays. You know, bronze signature, you know, Tomahawk dunk. Uh, dames, you know, three from half court. It was, I think the, the best we were talking about it was the uh, the Bulls and the Pacers dunkers. The, the trampoline, like they were, they are very, very impressive. Oh, okay.
3: Okay. The dunkers. All right. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns had 50 points in a losing effort. Damian Lillard went out there and had 39. Halliburton, the host of the All-Star Weekend, Tyrese Halliburton had a 32 points. Just, uh, yeah, he Anthony Davis remembers the the Dunkers. What a sad state of affairs. Anyway, Jacques Vaughn got fired from the Brooklyn Nets today. Looks like Kevin Ollie's is going to take over. Good for him. Rick Pitino killed his team. We talked about Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Looks like he's going to be a free agent. Uh, we had Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN earlier today telling everybody that Russell Wilson should be a backup for Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. I, I guess people are just loony. I need to go ahead and, and, and check the whatever cycle of the moon that we're in right now because I think people are nuts. I think people have lost their damn minds. And then how about this this morning? I, I almost fell out my chair laughing when I heard and saw this. The Angels are going to stink. That's not why I fell out. I'm just this is a precursor to what I'm about to say. The Angels suck. They're going to stink. If you thought that they were bad with Shohei Otani, they're about to hit the toilet. Mike Trout is never healthy, and now he says he's healthy. Okay. Does he have a a back issue? Okay. All right. Let's see how that works. 32, how he's going to continue to get better there. We'll hear from Mike Trout in a second. But Anthony Rendon, this man is about to be 34 years old in June. He won a World Series in Washington, and then he cashed out in Los Angeles, in Anaheim, I should say, with the Angels. A seven-year contract, $245 million. Outside of the first year, where the Major League Baseball season was shortened due to COVID, Anthony Rendon, he don't play no games. None. He had a broken leg last year. Nobody knew what the hell was going on with his leg. And if it's not his leg, it's his knee. It's not his knee. It's his groin. This man is paid not to play baseball, but to rehab. And how about this? It was only uh, a couple of years ago that Anthony Rendon, he wanted to shorten the major league baseball season. This is from the Jack Vita show. Listen to this. If you could change one thing about
0: major league baseball, if I gave you that power, what would you do? (laughs) I'm going to say something very lighthearted. So I don't get in trouble when I get, yes, any, uh, So, I'm going to give you all an Anthony Rendon answer. Um, <laughs> the
3: first of the day,
0: hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to shorten the season, man. It's too many dang games. 162 games in 185,
3: three days, whatever it is.
0: Man.
3: No. <laughs> we got to shorten this bad boy up. Oh, uh, Even to joke about it, man. Give the money back, man. Give me that money. $245 million. You don't even play. What are we doing here? Does anybody want to earn their damn money? Does everybody want the money to just fall off the money tree? Is it supposed to fall out of the sky? What are we doing here? And so listen today, right? This is February. The middle of February, going towards the end of February is spring training. We're going to have spring training games that start in in, in about a week's time or less. Anthony Rendon showed up to work today he had a press conference and typically most players their press conferences are hey how was your summer or your winter how you feeling are you feeling better I'm in the best shape of my life and I'm ready to get going and to compete for a championship and I can't wait for the season uh Anthony Rendon's his didn't sound like that uh just let's listen to all of this please
5: that's never been a top priority for me this is a job so I do this to make a living uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving.
0: Is it a priority?
5: Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here. All right.
0: Do you want to be here?
5: I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> 7 in the morning
0: or whatever <laughs> time it is. So.
3: I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have
1: answered your sure. question. So why do you keep picking at it?
3: Damn. They asked a the man if baseball is a priority, like not a top priority. And I get it, man. Yeah, faith in your family, they should be a top priority. But how are you providing for them by doing this? I don't know what are the skills he has or what skills he wouldn't have if he wasn't a baseball player. But it's like, damn, bro, do you like what you do? And I get it. A lot of us got to show up and do things that we don't want to do. And if you're not doing it now, maybe at some point in life you have it's part of life. Is understanding and realizing that you always can't do what the hell you want to do. It's part of life. But when you're making $245 million off the backs of the spectators, the viewers, the fans, the TV distributors, you would think you would sound a little bit more enthusiastic about what the hell you got to do, which is something that people played, I don't know, as a kid, swinging a bat in the backyard swinging a bat behind the school swinging a bat in the park and it's like man it's a it's a priority yes of most people i think would say their family is the most important thing to them yeah most people would say whatever they believe in whoever they believe in is the most important thing i would think you playing baseball is a top priority because it helps you do all of that man he just sounds miserable and maybe if he wasn't always hurt maybe if anthony rendon Didn't say, oh, well, I wish we played less games. Maybe if the man actually gave a damn, maybe his comments today wouldn't come across as, man, I can't wait to get this crap over. You're like a thief. Like he's just stealing money, doesn't give a damn. Derek Bell, if you should remember Derek Bell, at one point in time, he had an amazing year. And they put Derek Bell had an amazing year. He was able to flip it to playing for Pittsburgh for the Pirates. They called Derek Bell a real pirate because he stole money. And it's human nature to perform at the best and at the top when you need something. And then the minute that you have it, you relax and chill. Contract year, right? Anthony Rendon, perfect example. Wins a World Series. Gets a seven-year contract, $245 million, and now he's garbage, right? Doesn't even play. I wonder if he made these comments before they decided to ask him to sign on the dotted line. I wonder if Anthony Rendon went in there during contract negotiations and said, Hey, by the way, I know you want to give me $245 million, but this isn't going to be a top priority. And I guess misery loves company because the Angels are going to stink. Shohei Ohtani is gone. Mike Trout is his own, I don't even want to say worst enemy. It's just terrible. He can never, ever, ever stay healthy. And then the owner of the team, Artie Moreno, didn't he explore selling the team last year? Wasn't he so concerned with getting the hell up on out of there? The Angels won 73 games last year. I I can't understand how they're gonna do better. And Mike Trout. Yeah, I guess uh, his contract, well, I guess I know his contract is guaranteed as well. Mike Trout showed up to work today, a, a little more enthusiastic than uh, Rendon. Mike Trout's like, I don't want to go anywhere.
0: I think the biggest thing right now is I think the easy way out is just ask for a trade. Um, you know, there might be a time, maybe. Uh, I've, I really haven't thought about this, but, uh, you know, when I signed that contract, I, I'm loyal. You know, I want to win the championship here. And, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's mainly, I think the, the, the overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction, bailing out and just taking the easy way out. So I think that's, that's has been my mindset, you know, maybe down the road, if something's changed, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculations, you know, came up. So that's where I'm at.
3: Oh, oh, how honorable I'm going to stay here. I'm not going to ask for a trade. The man's contract expires in 2031. He's in the middle of a 12-year, $426 million contract. He is about to be, or he's already 32 years old. He's had back issues. He can't play. Who's traded for him in his contract? It sounds real nice to say, oh, yeah, 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 I don't want to go anywhere. Who wants you? It's like the ugliest person walking into the bar going, hell, guys, don't all come talk to me at one time. You ugly. Nobody want to talk to you. Shut up. It's nothing attractive about Mike Trout and or his contract right now. Angels are sad. Am I going to put them in uh, Oakland A's category of sad? No. No, I'm not. But damn California, it's it's the Dodgers and then everybody else is is in trouble. Padres have to figure out their managerial situation, the Angels. Otani says, "I right, forget this crap. I'm out of here. And, and Rendon doesn't even want to show up to work. Hickey, is there something in the water out there? Maybe, right? Do they have enough?
0: Well, that might be the bigger question right now.
3: Yeah, it's sad. Does Do you think Rodon, he's just a miserable whatever, whatever, right?
0: I didn't think about it. I hope maybe you're right that the injuries have gotten to him and the rehab is just grinding where he's over that part. I hope the love of the game is not gone because, I mean, you're getting no sympathy from me in terms of feeling bad for you that you got to play baseball 162 times a year for whatever that is per year, you know, 245 divided by seven. I mean, that's, I me tell you, like it, you hate your job. Baseball is not the sport to be playing where if you, you hate playing sports, holy cow, that's a
3: long season. Yeah, I don't know. I would say let's go Google what he did in college, but did he go? I mean, did, oh, and did he? I don't know. What Where did Rodon? I don't know off the top of my head. Carlos Rodon, what did he do? Maybe he'd be an accountant somewhere, right? I don't know. No, I'm mixing up my Rodons. Anthony.
0: Definitely won't be uh, broadcasting games. If he hates playing them, I'm sure he doesn't like calling them.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mixed up my miserable. You know, the other Rodon is pretty miserable, too. He stunk. What the one on the Yankees? Yeah,
0: with a bad mustache. He
3: he shaved his mustache and now he he did. Oh, okay. He has less muscles, so now he's going to be happy.
0: By the way, Anthony Rendon, proud product of Rice University.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, he played baseball, so he probably doesn't have a degree, right? Got to be there at least three years. Maybe he maybe he got it.
0: I don't know. Three years is enough. Somebody did the
3: somebody did the work for him. That's. That's also yeah,
0: you know, if you're like UNC, you have a class, yeah. don't show up, you get an A. Uh oh. Hey, take it. You're gonna you're gonna we already got angry people, man. We're gonna have more. I'm not I'm just I'm just reporting what happened. That's all. I'm not saying that's it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just merely stating facts.
3: Yeah. Of, let's other ask universities. Let's ask uh Derek Rose about his time in Memphis as well. I mean, there's a a lot of guys we can ask, right? It's just well, uh. especially when you when you're there one year. I don't think Zion was going to a lot of Duke classes, but... Oh, well, now, now we have the G League Ignite, so nobody has to learn anything. Sure. It's for the benefit of everyone. It's the JR Sportby Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. A lot of miserable folks out here, not I. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back from break, I'm going to get to your calls. And I guess there's another baseball player. He's not miserable because he's about to get paid. His name... Iswan Juan Soto. You're locked into the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio.
2: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
5: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
3: No, oh, I guess we're we're hearing from all the miserable people tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to Kevin Durant he's a nice guy Kevin Durant's a nice guy I know what the media says and all of this and front runner snake all of this he's a nice guy man 855-212-4CBS what a day right before we went to break we heard from a miserable baseball player Anthony Rendon it's like hey man are you you looking forward to baseball this year is it a top priority he's like man Like, no, not a top priority. It comes behind my family and God. It's like, oh, yeah, we we would think so. For most people, it is. Anyway, there is a baseball player. I guess he's happy. He used to be a teammate of Rendon's. He's younger than him. It's Juan Soto. He's playing for the New York Yankees. Got this big old one year contract staring him in the face, arbitration of $31 million. He's going to hit free agency. God only knows how much money he's going to get. You think about these baseball contracts. If Aaron Judge is making $40 million a year, what is Juan Soto going to get? And it's a prove-it year. What happens next? We don't know. We're going to find out. His agent is Scott Boris. And so Juan Soto showed up today. He's going to be in the batting lineup with uh, Aaron Judge and what have you. And, of course, he was asked about his contract. And Juan Soto says, I ain't thinking about anything past this year. Listen to him. I let Scott do his thing. Uh, we've been talking throughout this off season and everything, but definitely I let Scott do whatever he's doing. For me, I'm just focusing on 24. Uh, I'm here to play baseball. I'm, I'm focusing on playing this year and try to win as much as we can and and bring a championship to New York. He just let Scott do his thing? Just Scott. Just Scott. Scott doesn't work for him, or does he work for Scott? Like, which one is it? I don't know. Anyway, is he going to stick around? He's going to go to wherever gives him the most money. I guess it'll be the Yankees. Otherwise, they look like ass. And who knows? Maybe Juan Soto helps the Yankees win the World Series. Eh, Yankees need pitching first. 855-212-4CBS. 855 212 4 CPS. Somebody, somebody gotta be happy. Ryan is here from Toronto, Canada. You're on the JR Sport Brief show. What's up, Ryan? Yeah, love your show, brother. How are you, pal? I'm good. What's up? Not much, man. I think this all
5: star game, the Pro Bowl games, is a waste of time, if you ask me. I, look, I watch sports all the time. It's supposed to be competitive, there's no competition which is all-stars, all these pro bowlers. It's hard for me to explain to my son, or oh, why, why is he so high-scoring? It's a joke and a half. They got to get rid of this stuff. If not, make it more competitive. That's what I got to say. Thank you for it.
3: Well, thank you. Ryan is like, let's get rid of it. I am mad at him. like, the game sucks. Eight five five two one two four cbs Allen is calling from Houston, Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
5: Hey, JR, how you doing, man?
3: I'm okay. What's up?
5: Good. Hey, first of all, I've had a great day. They've had uh, NHL hockey on all day. It's been uh, outstanding on this President's Day.
3: Oh, did you watch the hockey yesterday at, uh, at MetLife?
5: I did. Um, I mean, just, just outstanding stadium series. Um, you know, the, the, the back-to-back-to-back they've had today. Um, I don't know if everyone had work off today, but uh, really good, uh, really good product to watch. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, day. Go
3: ahead.
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, so I was going to say about the the NBA All Star Game. Um, I'm a hundred a percent on board with what you had said. You know, throwing money at this generation it, that, that doesn't work. It just uh, in, incentivizes them to actually work less. Um, my my thought would be we need to we need to get the the teams you know kind of lured into this. So if you had the, you know, I guess the quote-unquote prize for winning the All-Star game to say, okay, this conference, those one and two seeds at the end of the at the end of the regular season get a bye. You know, you've got most of your All-Stars in your top one to four teams anyway. So, you know, if I'm looking at the standings right now, if Minnesota and Oklahoma City get a bye, you don't think that's going to incentivize the Clippers or Denver to really want to get up there. So you're still going to have your seven to ten play-in games, um, you're only going to lose two uh, <clears throat> televised games. Excuse me, um, but you're going to have coaches that are going to want to say, "Hey, I want I want to actually be on the team to coach because, mm-hmm. you know, you know maybe I can I can get a, an edge for my team." We're going to have players that are going to say, "I don't, you know, I'd, I'd rather have a bye than have to, to play the, wait, the winner wait, of the way.
3: You want you want the All Star game to have an effect on the postseason.
5: I think that's the only way you're going to eat, because you're going to have
3: teammates
5: that are going to be pushing their all stars to want I to win. I don't
3: think so, man. These dudes are too cool for school. I don't think there's there's pushing anybody to do anything. I think that's it. If any, if the the idea of because everybody's not going to have skin in the game, you know, like Scotty Barnes, and I mentioned this. We had a caller who said, "Oh man, we should let the All Star Game determine." You know, who gets home court advantage in the finals? And he took it a deep step further. He's just like, uh, whoever wins whatever conference will get all four games to start. I'm like, so the home, the other team may not even get a chance? And that's ridiculous. I don't think an exhibition game should have bearing on the postseason. Because what goes on with Scottie Barnes shouldn't have anything to do with what's going on with Nikola Jokic. It's just, it doesn't add up, man. I
5: I, I can hear your point there. Um, I'm just saying that the the only way you're going to get some buy-in is to really put the teams involved, not just the individual players.
3: Uh, Um, I I think the only thing that fixes this is a player in the future, because obviously he ain't out here now, a player who comes out and wants to eviscerate everybody and doesn't care. Is this someone who has a Kevin Garnett attitude? Is it someone who has a Kobe Bryant attitude? Is it a Larry Bird attitude? That's what is needed. And I don't care what team, or I think we agree on the money part of it, I don't think any of that changes it. It has to come from inside. And for right now, it just seems like a lot of dudes just don't, quote-unquote, have that inside. It stinks. Thank you, my man Allen, for calling uh from Houston 855-212-4CBS Rich Rich is calling from California you're on the JR Sport Brief show
6: Hi JR I think ah. baseball tried that particular tact, and it didn't they work did. all that terribly from well
3: 2003 the, to 2016 yes
6: Yeah the the bottom line is if you're you know if your team has Damian Lillard or somebody ends up blowing out a knee and it's lost for the entire season basically for a weekend commercial for the NBA, I don't know that that's a decent trade. The bottom line is know it for what it is. I mean, football has flag football. Baseball has an all-star game. And the only reason it has is, I guess, for the home run derby. There's not much you can do.
3: Hold on, Rich. The NBA their all-star game wasn't always like this. At minimum, it used to be competitive. At minimum, it used to be competitive. And it's devolved from being competitive because I think there's an overall idea of what you just said. And we'll share that with you on the other side of the break, that, oh, my God, somebody might get hurt. Well, I mean, y'all make more money than previous generations who went out there and played harder. And so it's tough to say, we have to take it for what it is when a lot of people remember what it was. I'm accepting of what it is. Am I happy about it? No. You know, do I enjoy the game for what it is compared to what I used to watch? No. You know, I think it's actually a lesser product. But you know what? They have to find a happy medium and balance between me, people who are older than me, and people who are younger than me. And that's, that's like any other business. And I mean, damn it. The NBA is making, hand, making money hand over fist, billions and billions of dollars. They think about these things. Please believe it. But as a business, they're in a very, very healthy space.
6: Oh, I don't doubt they're a very healthy space. And I guarantee you if you're wanting to take your kid to an all-star game, you're going to pay through the nose for it. But the point is, um, I don't know how you fix it.
3: I, I, I said this. You don't fix it. I don't fix it. A player comes through. Two players come through, and they fix it. It's, it's a mentality, and the mentality isn't had right now. And I think it's just a matter of waiting. Uh, I, I don't think drastic measures of adding a four- or five-point line or uh, you know, doing this for charity, although it would be amazing, or, or throwing more money at the players would make a difference because they have enough money. I think it really comes down to what's inside of your chest and does it beat hard enough where you go, man, I want to put on a show and I want to rip your heart out of your chest. And I think that's what we, we're going to see hopefully sooner than later. Thank you, Rich, for calling from California. You know, is that going to happen first or is the NBA going to take the approach of, Oh, well we have to, uh, we got to change the rules. Cause one of the two will happen. The NBA will, will get involved somehow and, and put in some stupid gimmicks that I hope isn't the case, or or we have a player come through and says, I'm going to own all of this. I hope that happens first. It's the JR Sportbreed Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to hear from some of those players last night. If you didn't hear it earlier in the show, you, you'll hear it again. Anthony Davis word about the injuries. It just sounds, it's real lame what a lot of the players are saying. And then, I want to share with you something that took place this day in sports you're listening to the jr sport Re show here with you on cbs sports radio
7: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds
4: You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
5: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
3: The JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, if you didn't like the All-Star Game last night, then uh, hey, think about this. This day in sports history, in 2017, Anthony Davis dropped 52 points. It's an All-Star Game record. The Western Conference beat the East 192 to 182 so there you have it things have been bad for a few years now 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4CBS speaking to Anthony Davis you know we had a caller in last in the last break he's just like oh well wouldn't you be sad if the players got hurt I'm like man they can at least be competitive they they used to play hard they weren't out there getting hurt I mean they can get hurt anytime So if we're going to take that approach, let's not play sports at all. Let's not do preseason. Let's not do anything. Anthony Davis, he made the same point last night about, oh, well, you know, we don't want players to get hurt during the All-Star game. Uh, Take him from Mr. Glass. Listen to this.
4: You know, the fans and the league and everybody wants to be competitive, but then you also, you know, as players think about, you know, trying not to get hurt, you know, obviously injuries are part of the game and, you know, no one wants to get hurt in the All-Star game, especially going back. I mean, all these guys here are very valuable to their teams. Um, so, you know, it's some, some mixed emotions about it. Um, you know, you try to go out there and compete a little bit um, and not just be, you know, a highlight show, but at the same time, you know, do you guys really want to see, you know, somebody going down for a dunking, somebody going to contest them and, you know, God forbid something happens like in the All-Star game when it could have been avoided. So um, it's, it's, it's two-folded.
3: Uh, did, did anybody complain about this in the 80s or the 90s, the 70s? Answers no. Why is this generation complaining about it? Even worse, somebody younger than Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, he's like, man, he's like, this is a break. He said, who takes their break seriously? Listen to this crap. For me, it's an all-star game, so I don't think it.
4: it I will ever look at it like being super competitive. It's always fun. Um, but I don't know what they can do to make it more competitive. I don't know. I think everyone looks at it. It's, it's like a, it's a break,
3: so I don't think nobody to come here and compete. <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, ha. it's a break. It's competitive, man. It's supposed to highlight you, the players. It's not what we got. A bunch of dudes running back and forth, jacking up threes to the score of almost 400 points. They took almost 100 points. Oh, excuse me. The East took almost 100 threes. Combined, they took 168. What are we doing? It's not a basketball game. It's just a shootout. Eight five five two one two four cbs Freddie is calling from Sacramento. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? What's up? Hey, not bad. Hey, I just wanted to call and just kind of uh, talk a little bit more about the all-star game.
5: So clearly something needs to change. Yeah, I mean, incentivizing the players is one thing, but, you know, obviously money wouldn't really do anything just based off of the big contracts that they have and what they're already making. But I was thinking, and I want your thoughts about this, what if the NBA was to take a page out of the MLB's books and incentivize the uh, the players by, you know, determining... Where Game
3: Seven would be played,
5: whether no, you know, the East,
3: no. East wins? No, nah, no. we've had that. That's not. That's not fair. You can't. You can't take an exhibition game, and then just wake up and go, well, we're gonna put a bunch. We're gonna put a, a bunch of guys. Cause some of the all stars are on winning teams. Some of them are losers. Like there are guys who are losers, right? You can't yeah. put them all on one team and then just be like, yeah, well, this is gonna determine. You know, what? one loser is going to help determine what happens in June. Like, it's an exhibition game. It shouldn't count for anything of real substance. Baseball did this from 2003 to 2016, and baseball stopped because it was bad. It's not fair. And I use this analogy, and I'm going to use it again. Imagine being in the 10th grade or the 12th grade, and you only graduate from your class if like 75 percent of the class graduates and it's just like why what because i'm in a class with the the kid who eats glue now i gotta be punished for it too so it's not fair man you can't have that all grouped together yeah no i see i see your point imagine (laughs) you you freddie freddie you got a job do you work i do well good for you imagine if you didn't get a raise because some idiot was back there not doing his work. How would you feel about that?
6: Oof! Yeah, I would not be too excited about that.
3: Yeah, I wanna I wanna work and I wanna be earn I wanna earn things on my own merit, not because of what what somebody else in the same room as me is doing. You know, so uh, I'm not with that.
5: I gotcha.
3: All right, Jr. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Ah, now nah, shout outs to uh Freddie for calling from Sacramento. Thank you, man. Rick is here from Baltimore, Maryland. You're on the Jr. Sport v Show. What's up, Rick?
1: Hey, JR, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I got an idea here. I'm going to give you the short version, but it's going to I make hope. the players have incentive to play hard, each team to play hard, and put the league in a good light. Okay. Each team is going to have a charity that they're playing for. The winning okay. team is going to get, say, let's just say, a million to give to the charity. The losing team gets half or a quarter of that. There's going to be a cheering section in the stadium for each, with factions from each of those charities. So they're right there live in person watching these guys. And then, on top of that, the leading score for the game will get an uh, amount towards an individual charity they have. The, leading, the second leading score, but on the opposite team will get, again, a half or a quarter of that. Same thing for rebounds, steals, and assists. So that each one of those players that do the best in those categories will get to give money to their own individual charity.
3: Rick, that's a lot of incentivizer, man. You lost me at the second thing, man. It's Come on, going
1: to make the league look good, man. And each player is going to play hard at their specialty, whether it's assists, blocks,
3: points. You, and how did you? Re- if if I asked you to repeat that, you're going to sure. be able to remember it, or you wrote it down.
1: I, I can. I have got it down, and I can tell you how they s- select the charities. I got it down in detail. Oh my God.
3: But what I do you do like for a living? Person. I mean, do you do this for free? No, man. Oh, this is very creative i don't know therapist. maybe you work in, in yeah. marketing i don't know well no, i'm a physical therapist but i figured with physical therapy work with okay. charity you'd appreciate this who me say again i figure with your great work with charity you'd appreciate this oh with special olympics no Damn i do it. i wish people would just wake up and do good things for good but what do i know it's an yeah. evil world i guess right i got you uh, thank you rick great idea we should do thank it for you. charity but i think they do that already no I don't know, but
1: we could put some fans right in the stands that are right there standing there watching them. You know? It'd be they nice.
3: Just ramp it up, make the league look good. It'd be nice. Maybe. Maybe, Rick. Thank you for calling from Baltimore. Uh, have the league call me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell them on Park Avenue to call you up, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, Thanks, thank you. Yeah, have a good night, bud. You too. You too. Now it'd be nice. Like, to do things for charity, it'd be nice. And I feel like the NBA does a lot of that already. I mean, don't, aren't there children and kids there? And I, I've been to these things before, and I, it's a mix of sponsors. It's, a, it's supposed to be a celebration of the game. It really is. And the fact that the players aren't even all that interested in participating, it, it sucks. Hey, Paul is calling from Indiana. That's where they held the damn game. Paul, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up?
6: Hey, JR, I agree with you. This all-star crap they're playing now isn't even a game anymore. I'd like to see these little crybabies play when Michael, Magic, Bird, and Ewing played. That was an All Star game. It was competition.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not. They don't. They don't care. And you know what? Thank you, Paul, for calling from Indiana. Paul mentions uh, Larry Bird. Larry Bird spoke yesterday at this uh, Legends Brunch that they always do at the site of every single NBA All Star Weekend. It happens on Sunday morning, and because it was in Indianapolis. I guess they dug out Larry Bird. Larry Bird don't be popping outside all that often. And Larry Bird said what well, we all want, a competitive damn All-Star game.
6: The one thing I would really like to see is they play hard tonight in this, uh, tonight in this All-Star game. I think it's very important when you have the best, the best players in the world together, you've got to compete and you've got to play hard. And you got to show the fans how good they really are.
3: Yeah, Larry ain't get his wish now, did he? Nobody got their wish. I remember one year, I don't, was it the all-star game? I think it was the dunk contest. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, who at this point in life is no one to be uh to be shy. Kareem got up and left. He's sitting right courtside and he got up and left with his coat and walked out. I'm like, damn. Embarrassing. Kareem was like, I ain't got time for this. 855 212 c Hey, Ralph, I'm going to pick up Ralph in Miami. Ralph, don't ask me how I'm doing. I'm great. I'm fine. Uh, you don't have to say good evening. Hello to you, Ralph. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Threw him for a loop. He, he doesn't know what to say now. Thank you, Ralph. No, sorry, my- <laughs> what the heck? Hickey, did I confuse
0: him? I think he threw too much at me. He wasn't ready for that.
3: Hold on, he's still here. Ralph, go ahead. All right, really quick, Joe. Yeah, I apologize about that, but I really want to say that, yes, the
1: All-Star game has not been comp- competitive lately. It's been horrible. Right. Yeah. In my opinion right now, as you can see, the players are not trying. It's like the points are racking up, no defense. And what I was actually thinking, maybe actually to help more participation in the game, maybe they should add an extra, probably participation trophy. Yes. I, I know I sound cliche for saying that, but they need at least,
3: at least on, something on the defensive side also to throw in, like at least the best defensive player of the night also to, to at least. Eat, man, They don't want no participation <laughs> trophy. Damian Lillard on Saturday night won the three-point shootout. And Damian Lillard also won the MVP last night as well. What do you think he's doing with these awards? They're going to look nice in his house somewhere or his mama house or wherever. He don't care. It's just another. How many awards do you think he got in his house? You're correct about that, but it's just like yeah.
1: there's
5: there, there's nothing to be done anymore because
1: everybody tried everything. It's just like the players don't have the heart and soul to play like they used to play anymore. You're especially. right.
3: Hey, I got, a, I got a solution, Ralph, and thank you for calling from Miami. Everybody's been calling me and telling me the same thing. We got to do this for charity or we have to uh, incentivize this and give money here. We got to gimmick it up. Nah. The NBA All-Star game just needs Wembenyama out there dunking on people blocking shots from the three-point line they just need somebody who's going to embarrass people that's it that's it it's as simple as that somebody who takes the game serious i felt bad for when on a saturday night when anthony edwards is a part he's his teammate and he's taking left-handed threes that are clanging off the side of the rim and Wembenyama's like i'm i gotta work with this dude i hope we, well when seems to be different so hopefully he can add some uh, legitimacy and, I don't know, rancor into the, the league. We don't have none. A bunch of dudes making 50 to $60 million a year that just don't want to do a damn thing. And it's a shame. You've been listening to the JR Sportbreast Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, folks, I'm going to be back with you tomorrow. 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. Maybe not so much talk about crybabies, maybe a little bit. Full of crybabies. Anthony Rendon is a crybaby. Anthony Davis. Oh, I may sprain my ankle. Uh, yeah, it's just sad. Hey, Hickey, are, we, are people still going to be miserable tomorrow, too, or people be happy?
0: I hope. I mean, I feel like it's hard to get any more miserable than
3: people were today. So I'm going to say yeah.
0: tomorrow's going to be better.
3: Yeah, maybe. It, maybe that, guy from, that miserable guy from Cleveland will call again, too. Maybe, right? <laughs> Hopefully with a
0: better attitude.
3: I I hope so. Listen, folks, if you missed a minute of the show, hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. You can find me everywhere. I'm at JR Sport Brief. Thank you so much for listening to the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, Hickey, and thank you to you for listening. But don't move. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Bart Winkler. He's up next.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...